Um, Justin. I'm the Cinemaiden. And I'm Mitch. Hmm. We are three friends who went and saw a movie tonight, and now we're going to talk about it. Welcome to the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the Cinema Guys Podcast Version 2.0. Do you love movies? We, we, we do. Uh, and so we are joined with. Hi, I'm Mitch. Yeah. Hi, Mitch. Um, Hi. We don't know you. Yeah. We've never met. Never. Uh, never been on the podcast, but you've listened to several episodes. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm guessing. He listens several. often. Do you listen to everyone? Uh, not every single one because my cue gets away from me, but I listen to a lot of them, especially if it's like a movie that I'm interested in. That Ooh. follows up to the top. Um, and, and also. Yes, you have enjoyed listening so much that you are and have been a Patreon of the show. I know. I, I bought my way in. <laughs> Which is so <laughs> exciting uh, because uh, we've never had a Patreon on our podcast before. I Really? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we've had a lot of guests since 2024 started. And before that, we could count on one hand. Um, yeah, so first, thank you. Oh, yeah. thank you. Don't mention it. Thank That's you for having it me. It means a lot. And second, um, I'm so glad to have you here because um, I don't think I ever get to talk to you about movies too often. No, not very Video often. games. Yes. Uh, anyways, thank you so much for being here tonight. Um, the movie we saw was, I keep getting the name wrong. Drive Away Dolls. Drive Away Dolls. Uh, did, not, did you know what a drive away was? No, I'd never even heard of that term. I okay. hadn't either. Me either. I was guessing it was a 90s thing, because now I don't think that would happen. But I was trying to think, well, hold on, I guess we'll get into that in a second. Um, uh, yeah, it's a Coen Brother film, not Coen Brothers. Yeah. Um, but we're going to do a top list. We're going to talk about this movie. Uh, before we get into that, we do have an event coming up at the end of the month. A pretty on big one. On the 29th, which is a Thursday. Uh, Dune 2 comes out. Are you excited about Dune 2? Oh, very much so. Did you like the first one? Oh, yeah, I did. I just did a rewatch. I just like watched it today. Week, last week, and then I was like, oh, I forgot. I, I liked good. it a lot. The soundtrack um, is so good. I know. you really got to set aside some time. Though. I know. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm it's excited. And, and then this is it. There's not three. I, for some reason, I always think of those three. There's just two? I think so. Okay. And if they I do a third one, it's going to be the, the second Children, Children of, Dune, of Dune, Dune, which I never read. Yeah, if they make enough money, you bet they can make it. Oh, they'll keep going. Yeah. They'll make There's a whole series. Um, and then remake it next year. Exactly. Like Dune remake. Um, uh, anyway, so, but we are at the Kenwood Theater, Thursday night, early showing. Thursday night, Thursday, uh, the 29th of February. Yes. And they are going to be making like a special Dune 2 drink. We'll be doing some giveaways. They got some Dune 2 swag to give away. Yeah. Um, and then we're also doing an event that same weekend at Joseph Beth. The one here in Cincinnati. But what are we going to do? But we're going to have someone special with us at the showing. Yeah, and he's not a grandmaster. <laughs> he's not a grandmaster. <laughs> well, I don't, he's not he's a, a master bookseller. Master bookseller. So it was a master We're something. partnering with Joseph Beth, and we're going to bring in one of their master booksellers. Gavin. We're going to do like a little, a little movie versus book situation. Yeah, because Justin beat the, and I read beat a the lot. Geek. Beat the geek. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyways, so that'll be fun. You should totally come for the Dune 2 weekend. And saying Dune 2 a lot. Sounds weird. Dune 2. Dune 2 this. Yeah, after a while, it loses its meaning. Yeah, it does. Uh, so, the Dune sequel. The sequel to the movie Dune. <laughs> Anyways, Dune again. <laughs> um, and then, uh, like Mitch, if you uh, want to, you should totally be a Patreon to the show. And we do want to thank all of our Patreons for everything you do. And then we get to take people to movies and do fun things 
um, because you're awesome. Uh, and then we did uh, get a sneak preview tonight from the Owens Group. Yep. Uh, which is a local Cincinnati group. They do a lot of cool things, especially the Over the Rhine Film Festival, which uh, is coming up. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, lots of good things going on in the city. We're around doing movie stuff. And now uh, let's jump into our top list in in talking about drive away girl dolls, yes. drive dolls. Away dang dolls. it i keep getting it wrong You'll never get this. <laughs> i tried to log it in and i kept getting it wrong i keep checking my phone to make sure i've got the right name oh yeah um <laughs> that's smart i should do more things like that uh okay top list so we just saw it so what we came out of the theater what i came out of the theater thinking was our top three cohen brothers films uh are you guys cohen cohen brothers fans I like a lot of their stuff. I don't think I ever pay attention to who it is. I just always end up liking whatever I see that in. In like the late nineties, like it was like that was my intro to like this is artsy independent film. Like if it was like Tarantino or the Coen brothers and I was like, Oh, look how artsy I am seeing these kind of films. Right, how cool how look yeah. how neat I am. Yes. Um I they they have a lot of misses for me. Um and some pretty big hits there too. So, uh, let's start. Go around round ra- round robin style. We'll start with you, Patreon Mitch. Oh, no pressure. Um, I probably gonna start with No Country for Old Men. Ooh, did you read the book? I didn't. No, mm. it's been on my list for forever. But I really, uh, I just feel like um, the main actor in that movie really nailed it. The Javier uh, Bardem is that who it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to remember his put, name. I put, didn't want to put it in your pocket. In your pocket, exactly. put it in your pocket. Step out of the car. <laughs> so good, but the suspense in that movie mm. is pretty. No Country for Old Men. Yeah, yeah. with Tommy Never Lee Jones. It. Oh man, never seen it. Uh, have you read any other Cormac McCarthy books? I, I started Br- Blood Meridian. Oh, that's a hard read. Yes, it is, and super violent. I've only gotten through half of it. I no, think that's about as far as I've made um, it to. The uh, The Road though is in my top five books of all time. I'll have to check it out. Um. Uh, Ashley. What? Cohen Brothers film. Um, I'd have to say Oh Brother Art Thou. Oh, that's mine. That would be a mine. Oh yeah. Brother Art Thou. We well, we share that love. Yeah, I do like that's like a pretty annual rewatch for me. Same. Um, I like it. Uh I, wha- I quote it all the time too. Yeah. It's pretty classic. It really is. She R U N N O F T. I say that all of the time. Uh <laughs> Dapper Dan man, I say that a lot. Well, well, isn't this a geographical odyssey? <laughs> isn't this a geographical <laughs> Fifteen odyssey? Fifteen miles away um, from everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's another one. There's a couple I do say all the time. Um, uh, I, there's one I butcher all the time, but it's about like uh, when he's like, well, they said I got saved. And he's like, well, that's great for the state of Mississippi, but or that's great for the almighty. But the state of Mississippi is a little more hard headed. Yeah, which I like that. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, that's just such a good movie. It is good movie. Very much so. Uh, OK, that's good. We have the same one then. Well, all right. Back to you. All right. Uh, this one. Is a bit of a slow burn. Uh, burn after reading. Oh, oh, I love that one. Pun. I like that. I now, like that one. Is that the one which kind of fits with our movie tonight, where George Clooney makes the big sex machine? Yes, that's <laughs> the one. <laughs> so I saw that when it came in the theater, and I just I don't remember. I remember the tracksuit with Brad Pitt, and I remember the sex machine. I don't remember the plot of the story or the <laughs> movie at all. It just builds and it builds, and I remember when we saw it, we we spent the whole movie just like being like what even is this and then there's just a delivery at the end i need to i need to rewatch I, I just put that in the rewatch because yep. I, I can't remember it um all right smash what's your next one 
So my second one would probably have to be Bird After Reading. I don't watch a lot of Coen Brother films that I love. Mm. Like, I like them, but I'm not like, oh, my God, these w- are amazing. You weren't like a Lebowski fan? I, Lebowski's fine. I like it, but, like, I'd say probably that was my second one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Bird After Reading. Uh, so my second one would be True Grit. Um, I loved, I love Hallie, Haley Seinfeld, I think her name is, or Steinfeld maybe. Yeah, um, Seinfeld. I think she's great, and I loved, um, Jeff Bridges as Rooster Cogburn. He yeah, was way he better than, job. uh, John Wayne. <laughs> um, I just actually read that book, and that movie is almost, like, word for word the book. There's, like, no deviations. Um, and anyways, I just, I, I dig westerns, and so I, I dug that one. You do dig westerns. I do dig westerns a lot. Um, All right, what's your last one? Uh, My favorite one's probably The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. It's good. Another quotable one. Hundreds of times. Another quotable movie. That is good. Mine's not going to be a Coen Brothers film. Oh, okay. It's just the the Ethan? It's just Ethan. And it's Erasing Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I've always idea. just put them both. I've always put that as a brother's that's only film. A yeah. w- that's only a one-er, though. Mm. That's not two. Um, mine was the last one was hard because I, I thought maybe the Hudsucker Proxy, but then I just remember enjoying it a lot. But when I actually sat there and thought about it, I was like, I don't remember what this is about either. I remember it was about Tim Robbins making the hula hoop, but I don't remember anything else. But So I would go uh, Miller's Crossing, which is a gangster film that's not funny. And a little, s- it's like their second movie, because uh, they did a ho- kind of a horror suspense movie with Julie Roberts, and then and it's an old gangster movie with Gabriel Burns. Um, you know Kaiser Soze. Spoiler alert! Oh no, <laughs> you haven't seen Usual Suspects. You've heard it. Yeah, I was just <laughs> sitting here like making my list, and now it's like, why bother? Yeah, right. Uh, no, I showed uh, with the my chill, my oldest. We liked to go through directors. Like, hey, let's watch a couple M. Night Shyamalan so you can see how a director works. And we did Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And he was asking me the whole time. He's like, what kind of movie is this? And I was like, I don't know, a comedy, I guess. And he was really intrigued by it. And then we watched Big Lebowski. And he liked it, but he was like, what is this movie about? (laughs) Right. I think that that's my favorite thing about their movies is you go in and they just kind of like – meander through yeah. these scenarios and then have all of these like unusual way of saying things through yeah. all the characters. Well, the movie we saw tonight, and we'll talk about it in a second, but like I forgot the opening scene when we were like 30 minutes into it. I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot there's this whole other thing oh, yeah. that happened in the beginning that I, I, I was just enjoying the relationships of <laughs> this Texan woman. So, um, anyway, so uh, before we talk about the movie, Actually, you have a game for us? I think I'd have a game. So remember, okay. you know how If we it's not fun, we can just edit it out. Yeah, exactly. So if you're listening to this, that means the game was fun. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, so you know how we used to read one-star reviews and have to figure out which film it was? Yeah. So we're going to do it with Coen Brother Films. Ooh, I bet I, I can figure that. it out. Okay. Um, Should we look for some one-star reviews or will we see what you see? That's fine. I'm gonna. Do, I'm just gonna pick random color brother ones that we mentioned. Are you the ringleader? I'm the ringleader. Okay. No. Are you the cinemaster? No. We. I don't need power like that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't use that word. She's the keymaster and gatekeeper. Yeah, that's it. I'm the gatekeeper girl boss. I'll just be the guy. <laughs> I'll be the guy who goes in the gate. I don't know. Like opens the gate. You open the gate. Yeah, and like walk in to the 
Yeah, and like walk in. Ashley World. <laughs> here hey, I am. I'm here. Okay. I got past the gate. Anyways, we can stop the <laughs> gate gate analogies. Um, no. Okay, so the first film. One star. Why does Joel tell everyone to talk like that? I hate it. Vaguely referring to some characters from the Odyssey does not make this an adaptation. Oh, oh brother, out that. <laughs> the music is so good, but otherwise this movie completely lacks the charm, myster- mystery, and intrigue and wit of a thousand-year-old epic. There are also some of these that are really funny. It says, I looked for a joke about the song, but I'm a humorist of constant sorrow. And I was like, you tried too hard. <laughs> um, is this, like, supposed to be good? <laughs> Aww. No, I made it. It's shitty. The soggy <laughs> bottom boys are my radio head. <laughs> All right, here you go. Ready? Yeah. Um, I can only classify this film as a missed opportunity. While it did have a good storyline, worthy of film noir, and some very good performances, especially by blank, I won't say their name so you don't know, uh, you can almost see him crumbling under the weight of not just his crimes, but his cover-ups as well. That was their whole review. One star. I have no idea. All right, here's another one star for the same movie. What is it about these movies from the Coen brothers which appeals to so many people? How can anyone enjoy a slow-paced, over-the-top acted bore fest with an impressive collection of the most annoying personalities available? Movies which don't seem to go anywhere despite the fact that there is plenty of story to go about. It must be something masochistic, which I don't get. I mean, there might be a little bit of truth to that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, here's one same movie one star what galls me most about this movie specifically <laughs> this was written in 2008 and the Coen Brothers movies generally is that they all reveal the insipidness of both the Coens and their fans oh my god what they can achieve with excellent dialogue well spun stories and logical community continuity and plotting the Coens make up for via blood lust more blood and then more blood Vanquished from their movies is any sense of humanity or hope, and we are left in what I call, and it can best described as, a bleakscape. <laughs> in quotes, because they made that word up. <laughs> Where the great positive is the presence of so much that is negative. I do delight, however, in the spectacle of reading I swooning fans fawning tributes to the Coen's films. My God. This person is. That person someone has heard is them. Yeah. That's a Coen Brothers <laughs> fan. Is it? Is it Fargo? It is Fargo. <laughs> yes, it is Fargo. <laughs> That's funny. So if that was written in 2008, so by then there was quite a few Coen Brothers films, but... I like how we triangulated on Fargo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That would have been right after... 2008 would have been right after Burn After Reading came out. Yep. So, uh, I mean, I don't hate any director that much where I'm like, every fan of theirs is the worst. Yes, I must take to my blog. The closest would be Wes Anderson, but I still like some of his movies. All right, so this one's from 2009. Okay. One star titled... Is the movie in 2009 also? The review was 2009. Okay. Um, titled Bad Idea. So yesterday afternoon, I watched the DVD of this film that I'd gotten used via Amazon. <laughs> I love that they want to give us all the info. Just in case you were wondering, I didn't steal this DVD, and I didn't buy it from Walmart. It was I got it from outside. Amazon. 
I think I paid. That would have been like new back then, right? Yeah. Like, what? I think I paid too much because it wasn't worth the time or effort to get it nor to watch it. The Who Co- buys <laughs> movies they haven't seen? <laughs> the Coen brothers once again struck out with a quote unquote comedy that wasn't funny based around <laughs> some pathetic characters that were played by some great actors who must not have been allowed to read the entire script before shooting. That or the cutting room floor got all the jokes and the details of the plot because they aren't in the movie. There are a handful of plot hooks, mostly based off a series of pathetic coincidences and horribly illogical decisions. There's really not one likable character in this bunch, and they are all pretty bad stereotypes that should not have been reused anywhere. This disc is going on the pile of things that will not stay in my house. I'm a forgiving guy. (laughs) I can dig quote-unquote black comedy like Fargo, for instance, but this was pathetic. I don't think we say black comedy. I think it's dark comedy, right? Was it? I don't know. I think you just say dark comedy. Is it it Lady Killers? Oh, I was going Lady Killers. No, it's not Lady Killers. Let me finish. Burn After Reading. It's Burn After Reading. I was thinking of one that had someone wants to see Brad Pitt a lot, and they're like, what? (laughs) George Clooney. This isn't Ocean's it's Eleven. A, it ended on though. It really should have been burned before distribution. Oh, I see. <laughs> this is one of those. Have you questions. ever been so upset at media you've consumed no. that you want to go write a long, scathing review? Literally never. I mean, I, people write Amazon reviews a lot, and I get a product. Hey, I bought this product. It didn't work as good as it says. That makes sense. Maybe you want to let people know that. But like, when you're talking about something, a movie, it's kind of art. So just it wasn't for you, but I don't know you. So what do I care what you think in this review? Right. That like you like, I don't know. Then again, we are doing a podcast, but we're talking about what we think about <laughs> movies. So maybe. But okay. we're talking. Uh, we're not like going to like. Yeah. The it's the anger that I love, man. And I the love anger, and mostly we're making fun of the people that get angry. I love the angry. All right, that was fun. Yeah, that was I fun. I like that. I'm glad we did that. We it's call that <laughs> Cohen. <laughs> Brothers games. It's the Cohen Bash. The Cohen Bash. Man, I'm not, yeah, I'm not on it tonight. I, yeah, got, I'm not no, I got no names. Um, okay, before we start talking about Drive Away Dolls. Drive Away Dolls. dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Go Girl Go. Go Girl Go. Go Dolls. <laughs> go. go. Get on out of here now. Go Go Dolls. Um, uh, if you had to give it a letterbox review, zero through five stars, what would you give it? So on my scale of on my scale of three is a it was fine. I will never watch it again. It's a three. Okay. I think it's I would put it just north of a three. I feel like it is made of the stuff that like watching it multiple times is going to make me like it more. Yeah, mm. I could see that, but I don't ever see me wanting to watch it again. That's kind of yeah. Like I maybe I'll t- I could see myself maybe talking myself into it. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple <laughs> scenes I might pause, but uh, oh, my God. oh yeah, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did three and a half. Uh, that was what I gave it. I la- I enjoyed it. I had nothing. I had nothing going into this movie. I, I knew I'd, nothing about I'd this movie. I never heard of the title. I didn't know it was a Coen Brothers film. I didn't know it was a con- I didn't do nothing. I was like, okay, I guess the girls are driving. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. uh, so that made me, it just always makes me smile because I'm like, all right, what are we get into here? And uh, and with the opening scene being Pedro Pascal, I was like, I'm going to like this. Oh, I was like, daddy, <laughs> daddy's on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Like 90 daddy seconds. Daddy Pedro for 90 seconds where he's beheaded. Oh, I thought you just really liked him or something. I do. Oh, okay. And you wanted him to be your dad. Justin, please. <laughs> I don't know the daddy <laughs> reference. Don't be so obtuse. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't get it. 
Um, Sylvester Stallone, Kristen calls him her dad because she didn't have one. <laughs> and her mom it's always said It's a different kind of daddy. Okay. Oh, a different kind of daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get it now. I was thinking like fatherly. I was like, oh I thought maybe you really God, saw him as no. like some cool. Maybe he was like a cool no. father figure. Oh, no. okay. Oh well, God. yeah. <laughs> no, Justin, you're. All right, I wasn't. I don't. You're so innocent. I don't say daddy <laughs> or mommy that, or any of those things. For someone that draws dicks everywhere, you are such an innocent soul. I, are they ever erect or aggressive? No, or are they ever saying something like daddy <laughs> with wings? Yes, <laughs> they're graceful. Just in the field. They're graceful. <laughs> Frolicking. Tasteful. Frolicking. Tasteful. Yeah, sure. We don't have to be so ashamed of them. No. They don't well, they weren't in this film. They don't always have to be aggressive. They were not aggressive. They were not. They um, were floppy. Okay, so real quick, I how would you explain the plot? Gay. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very gay. <laughs> it do go there. Um, did you feel like it was interesting? Like, do you feel like, did you ever know anyone uh, who was that... Um, proud and confident in the 90s. I thought that was interesting. That did seem interesting. It almost seemed like you picked up a 2024 lesbian and put her in 1999. Yeah. I mean, I hope that there was people I'm like sure that. I want was. to believe that there were. Probably. I but And also, she was from Texas. So, like, they also a very conservative state. And I was wondering if that was on purpose, too. She also had, like, a really loud personality. But I, I loved also, her personality. Like, the whole movie just kept having to remind myself, like, it's 1999. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't really know that it knew what time it wanted to be in the film. Right. Because one of the gangsters, did you see his, like, knitted shirt? Yeah. yeah and I, I was did. like, that's a, like, 1970s shirt. Um the uh oh anyway so I there's got to be a better plot than just gay. I know uh, I was just well kidding. The thing is uh, like it it, rev- the, it it just kind of reveals the stuff that was set up at the beginning as it goes. So it's kind of tough right. to spoil. So it yeah, basically girls get in a car and there's something in the trunk that's not theirs and some bad guys are after them. Right. Sort of there's thing a like there's that. a briefcase yes. and yeah. th- and they get in the wrong car. Yeah, that's basically and it's sort of like a and comedy they're, they're lesbians. Um yes. but they're you're not right together. when you say gay because like I would if I knew nothing about the world and I watched this movie, I would assume that lesbians are everywhere you stop. <laughs> and there's one and there's everywhere you go. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe there is, I don't know. I just oh my God, there there was a lot <laughs> of that in this. Um so uh, I didn't expect, like, I, so I didn't know but uh, what it was about, but I didn't, uh, there was a lot of boobs, and I didn't expect you so did, many boobs you did, you did halfway through the film, you're like, oh my God, there's another pair of boobs. <laughs> there's a lot of boobs in this. I don't watch, I watch Dear a lot of Diary. sci-fi, and they don't put a lot of boobs in the, the sci-fi I watch. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, um, yeah, w- thoughts about the movie. Okay, ruins these now, going yeah, forward? Yeah, yeah you, uh, after this point. Movie is full ruined. ruined. I thought it was. There's dicks in the briefcase. I know. I thought that the (laughs) dicks were interesting. I thought it was interesting how many dildos we saw on screen. One. Uh, Yeah, there's briefcase ones, but then there's the additional. There was the additional one on the wall. The wall wall dildo? The wall dildo. dildo, But there was one other one, right? There was the briefcase dildo, the wall dildo. Wasn't there one more? Because I remember thinking there's another one. Oh, man. We're playing dildo watch after the fact. Uh. Yeah. But it was no, just. But then you saw shocking. the you they saw the dildos. plaster phalluses as well. Yeah, you don't see that many dildos on screen anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. Now, <laughs> question: because What happened to the dildo? Those halcyon days. <laughs> question: Because I never have seen a dildo. Mm. Uh, are they all really like realistic penis shaped, or is that not? It I depends was, uh, on I was the kind. I was thinking that they get. probably weren't. Not, they it this day and age, you can you can buy anything. <laughs> you can buy literally. Anything. You can buy ones that <laughs> I get that you could buy them, but like generally, if you were like run of the mill yes. dildo, they generally are yes, they're veiny little bitches. Run of the mill. Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. 
And vanier the better. Is that how? Depends on what you want. Work? I don't know. I don't know. What I, like. I don't know what, what I like. Won't there be? Won't some Virgil guide me through this inferno? <laughs> Please. Oh, well, I don't know what I like. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. Anyways, but it's uh, so. What did you think of all the acid trip cutscenes? I I kept looking at Mitch and I was like, what the fuck is Yeah, happening? I was very confused. It, that's one of the points where I was, uh, and I guess it ultimately kind of made sense was like when five, it culminated right? to like yes. revealing that like the the origin of the dildos. But like, it it was it felt like the movie was kind of unstuck in oh. the time it was based in. Cause it, but it also reminded did me. Did you of not catch that they were the dildos? The cutscenes. Yeah. I did not catch that at all. <laughs> yes. The cutscenes were the dildos? So, like, I, I'm fairly... I think the cutscenes were, like, it cutting away to, like... The time the plot. when they were made. Yes. And, and, like, the acid trip. Okay. And so, uh, Miley Cyrus is the one who made them. Yeah. Okay. I didn't yes. get that. You didn't? Uh, no, I didn't get that at all. What did you think she was doing with that, I too? thought it was, I didn't know what those scenes were. Oh. I was like, these are just trippy. They even had, like, a name for it. It was, like, like uh, plaster... Plaster or something, Pla- yeah. Plaster yeah, Sally I remember that. Like that. The plaster master or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I might have assumed that was, but I didn't. I wasn't getting that each scene was one. So because, so because I did put together that every time they close up on the briefcase, they cut to one of those. But I was thinking they were like drug induced things. So that's why, because one of them was like a pizza uh, with like all the toppings floating around, and it did have a Republican. Donkey and, and uh, elephant, or Democrat donkey and Republican. I don't know if you saw that in the pizza. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I should have thought of it there. But like, um, I was guessing that whatever was in the briefcase was drugs. And so in my head, when she was using one of the briefcase dildos, I was like, she's gonna have drugs in her now. <laughs> like I thought it was like a <laughs> drugged dildo, and she was gonna be all loose. I was. They're just that's where I went. Drugs and dildos. I thought, yeah, I thought like they were using the dildos to. I didn't ever put together that, oh, they're just dildos. Yeah, right. The dildos were <laughs> like administration that tools. That was the prize. For some some illicit substance. Okay. So now th- now I really definitely want to go rewatch it to see like which dildo was which cutscene. I think that's a good uh, yeah. like tie together. I, I didn't see. Yeah. Um, what about the – so – Two kind of violent scenes, like one when they kill Pedro Pascal. Which is that he died in the same way in Game of Thrones. Yes. By squeezing his eyeballs in his head. Oh, where the mountain killed him. That's right. The viper. I did like when he got stabbed in the neck with the wine bottle opener. (laughs) Yes. I was was the only one who laughed at that, I think. But it got me. Um, But then... Did you did the others when he the guy shot everyone? Did that come out of nowhere for you? I was like, oh, that's I didn't see that coming because there wasn't that yeah. violent of a movie, and then I was like, oh, he's just killing everyone. Yeah, he just got fed up with being lectured at, I guess. Um, and I like how they just walk away. Uh, the girls, they don't like go tell anyone there's dead people, <laughs> or they just go. <laughs> well, I mean, they found dildos in their trunk of the head, and they didn't tell anyone that. Yeah. It was like pre cell phones, so yeah. like you could get away with anything. Yeah. Now I thought I had seen Andy McDowell's daughter. That's who uh, that w- she was, right? Yes. Uh, the main star, and I really liked her a lot as yes. an actress. Um, I but I looked up, and it, I mean, she was in things I've seen, but nothing that I would have remembered her from. So yeah. I, I don't know why she was so familiar to me. But I loved her as a character. Uh, I liked the Texan accent, and 
But I thought it was a little over-exaggerated. I feel like a lot of things in this movie were over-exaggerated. Like the accent, the uptightness versus the sluttiness. Like it was just like nth degree of each archetype. Yeah, they like really dialed it up just for the sake of entertainment. Yeah. Which I liked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. It's not a critique of and it. And the it's one gangster was like the overly macho one. Trying and to then the other, the other one was like, well, and then uh, even the overly macho one was like, I don't hit women. Because you see him hesitate to even yeah. shoot the women. Uh, yeah, and then he gets his ass kicked by, yeah. the, by the cop, which ex-girlfriend. Pop off. <laughs> Hilarious. Jonah Hill's sister. Yes. Who? Uh, the cop was Jonah Hill's sister. That's Jonah Hill's sister. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, she was. I, I liked it. I I like. I did like all the characters. They were over the top, but I did. It was funny. I didn't enjoy them. Um, yeah, I think you're right that it was set in the '90s was weird because it did have a big '70s vibe. Um, all the cars in the whole movie were all shitty cars. There was never any nice cars anywhere. Like yes, even the was. gangsters were driving a the white one car. guy. He slept in his car. He slept in the car. It was a nice car. He was oh his yeah, we never got to see the outside of the car though. No, we never got to see the outside. Uh, but it was, a it nice was just car. the inside. Yeah, you could tell. Uh, and so, and the whole time they weren't gangsters; they were guys working for a politician. Yeah, right. right. Classic America. Classic America. Typical. Typical. The more things change. Yeah. Uh, and Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, being <laughs> the politician. <laughs> um, Matt Damon. I love that that she was using Matt Damon's dick to masturbate, though. That was pretty funny. Well, and they they, they enjoyed it so much that they, that made, copies. they made copies yeah. of it. Hers and hers. Hers yeah. and hers. Um, now, in Massachusetts in 1999, was it legal for I to guess. have same-sex weddings? It wouldn't surprise me. I didn't know that. Is Massachusetts a pretty, like, open? Very liberal. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, very liberal. I didn't know that at all. Most of New England is. Huh. Why is that? What, I wonder where, how, where that stems from. Uh, they're the oldest part of America. Right. You would think they'd be more stodgy. I think they've progressed further. Oh, gotcha. There's also a lot more of a melting. Would you say melting pot? Is that the right way? Of I saying think that? probably that. I think too. There's more cultural like tolerance and diversity, right? Hmm. And like the the folks who ultimately ended up like settling there, I think were probably a little more progressive than yeah. They were like, the we're getting out of here. You guys are really violent down here. Yeah, and then the people that hated people moved to the south and away from people. That's American history for you. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> they were okay killing Indians themselves instead of having the governments before them. Too. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, a little American history. <laughs> little American history. <laughs> I'm fascinated. I like it. We should do American History Hour. Let's just talk about people. Anyways, um, <laughs> anything else with this film? I'm thinking through anything else I thought was good. Oh, I loved Curly. He was my favorite oh, yeah. character. We well, need justice for Curly. I no know. resolution justice there either. Justice for Curly. No he was a sad Because that was an odd story with the... First of all, with Curly's a little familiar. Is I'm he sorry, in something? No, Does he feel like you? Do no, you feel like Curly? No. Getting on, but in the movie, he, he was upset that they called him Curly. Oh, oh, okay. oh you yeah. just made a, uh, you made a joke. reference from the movie, and we did not get it. Um, I'll have like a light... Because uh, I thought that story with her girlfriend showing up in Tallahassee was interesting because, like, oh, I tipped you off about this thing, and you thought her she would go, like, solve the crime and help them, but uh, that Nick Curly's still just laying on the ground um, after they beat him with that thing. Have you ever seen one of those things? that like The baton? Yeah, but it wasn't a baton. It was like the— It was like telescoping? It's, uh, it's like um, they, they use them to—they used to use them—police uh, used to use them to hit, but they're like— 
They look like a paddle, a ping pong paddle made of leather, but there's like a hard no. like sandbag or something in it. And that's what he bopped him in the head with. And he had it. And I was like, <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in forever. You never seen one? <laughs> no, I didn't even Justin? notice it. Oh, come on. I, I didn't even on notice that tool. I think it was one thing like that people would carry around with them to uh, prevent uh, assaulters. Assaulters? Like, <laughs> like before like, you know, rape whistles and mace to the face or whatever. Like, you don't know what I'm talking about? No. I'm going to show you. But he had it, and I was like, I, I love those things. And it, the whole time I was like, I kind of want one just to carry around so I can whop somebody. What are you on about? <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, I'm going to sh- – we can keep talking as I yeah, look this go up. Like, through your, like, I'm, a lo- I'm looking up paddle thing that you hit people with. <laughs> I did like the change. So in when they took off in the car, she vandalized the back of it to say, like, Love is a sleigh ride to hell. Yeah. And by the end, when they're a couple, like, they've edited it to say, like, love is a sleigh ride. Here's hoping or yeah. something like that. Um, that was a nice touch. There's a, there a couple uh, quotes that, that popped up the entire time. But then the one that she wrote in the picture, when the old man at the bar kind of requoted it, uh, love, uh, fall in love will come to bite you or something like that. Oh, oh yeah, love, love will bite, bite you in the ass. ass. Yeah. Uh, you know, I so I think that that was a really unbelievable point for me. The two of them falling in love. Yeah, it it's it. It felt like out of bit nowhere. Bit of a stretch. Like suddenly. Oh. Suddenly. I don't know. I kind of liked it. I liked I liked her, the Indian woman. I liked her a lot. Um, but the other one seemed a little too free with the wind. Yeah, and she fell in love and settled down. But I, mean, I didn't see her fall in love. All right. I didn't see. I didn't see it with my eyes. Getting, right. Like now I'm just getting sex things. Yeah, great. <laughs> just great. Justin, you just want to you. Is that the briefcase from the movie? <laughs> Do you want there a briefcase? Sorry. Oh. No, there wasn't. No. Oh. He's thinking it was dicks. Yeah. I'm going to find this thing I'm talking about. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this one was the search leather paddle beater. Yeah. Exactly. You're in trouble. That's why you're going down the BDSM <laughs> area. Uh, yeah. You're, you're uh, on Google. You need to take that to Bing. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. Sorry. Um, the folly of love was just far-fetched. I think so. I think that the more uptight one, like, it made kind of sense that she would become yes. infatuated. Not the other one. Yeah, the other one was so flighty. I, I just, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it either. Because, like, what what was it? I don't understand. What did she see in her? Well, Suddenly. the other girl needed, needed a connection and relationship, which they got in the road trip. And I think the other girl liked her from the beginning because she's the one who put the road. She's like, hey, I'm doing this so that we can, so I can soften you up. So we can become friends or something. See, I never got that. I thought that she was just like that friend that's just like, yeah, let's go do this crazy shit. And then she was like, I figured that you need to get laid because you're so uptight. Oh, now I have feelings for you. What? What are you talking about? Um, You can take this out if it's like too dumb. Um, <laughs> but um, OK, yeah. Anything else with this movie? Why set it in 99, you think? That didn't have any purpose in the film. I don't know. Unless they wanted to, like, have it so that they could be traced by their credit card, but they didn't want cell phones to ruin the plot. I mean, they kind of had car phones. Oh, and I guess, like, they wanted it to be, like, during the the end of the Clinton presidency or something. Because they did make some goops about that. Yeah. They did. Yeah, and I (laughs) guess now that you find out that they were 
it was the president or what the governor or whatever who was tracing because I kept thinking Senator. How, they, yeah. how are they tracing these self or uh, credit cards that fast if they're just well I knew they were connected to someone high up because he was like oh well I see that she was arrested in this place and I'm like that was real fast for the 90s yeah <laughs> I like when the uh senator met them in the gay bar and was just like who are you and they're like democrats <laughs> yes <laughs> But that was the thing. Mm, they even thing. like referenced eBay and stuff. So like the internet f- did exist. I mean, yeah, the internet exists. eBay existed in '99, but like cell phones were not a thing. Yeah, it was that liminal space before like yeah. smartphones. But like after the internet happened. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if we'll see that a lot. A lot of movies put there just so that you don't have to deal with the cell fact phones? that we're always available all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've watched. X Files lately, but like ninety percent of those episodes would have been like ten minutes long <laughs> if they could have texted. <laughs> they could have texted. <laughs> That's funny. Like no, it, it's frustrating to watch because I went back and I was like, oh, I remember as a kid, always wanted to watch this because it was too grown up for me. And then like I started watching it, and I was like, wow, you know, it really takes the wind out of the sails that if Scully just texted Mulder, <laughs> this all could have been resolved. <laughs> I I've wow. I've seen it with uh or seen But that's how the world was. Right. Yeah, I well, know. I've seen it with yeah, like I know. <laughs> detective walks in on a crime scene and he's like there's a lot of blood in <laughs> here. Ew. Clean it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, get rid of it. Nothing we can tell from that. Yeah. Uh no, though I've seen a lot of people comment on like almost all comedic situations in 90s uh, sitcoms like were only funny because you didn't know where someone was or couldn't get a hold of them so you kept missing them and they're like that just wouldn't happen now you would just know exactly where everyone is and right. text them hey I'm I'm here at this coffee shop oh I'll come there instead of like there was just so many cutes where like people yeah. were missing each other and Well that's find also it um <coughs> how you meet people in the olden days yeah. it was dating was easier meeting yeah. people was easier people actually communicated outside of their cell phones and mm. internet misery Mm-hmm. I know. You went to the bathroom <laughs> and just used the bathroom and then came out and you weren't like sitting on oh, people on, on the their toilet phone. on your yeah. phone. Yeah, <laughs> forever. I was uh There was more drugs I in the I was taking um <laughs> I was driving a bunch more. of high school <laughs> kids back from like perfect from the snow thing uh the perfect snow north. thing. I was I, uh, in case people aren't here, they know what Perfect North is the snow mountain. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> weird. I was driving them back from snow mountain. snow mountain. Uh anyways, and uh, they were talking about like going, leaving class to go to the bathroom, and I was like, "Well, how often do you guys leave class to go to the bathroom?" And this one girl goes, "Every class." I was like, "Every class?" She's like, "Every class, every day." I was like, "There's no way that you leave." I, I was like, "You're exaggerating. Like, you really leave every class?" She's like, "Every day, I leave every class." I was like, "What do you do?" And she's like, "I just usually go to the bathroom and sit on the toilet with my phone for a while, and <laughs> so I just feel like going back to class." And I was like, they let you go? And she's like, no. A lot of times they say no, but then I say it's an emergency, and then they have to let me go. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, wow. I had no idea. I was like, every day? Every class? Um, I couldn't imagine. I remember going to the bathroom and, like, wandering the halls for a little bit. <laughs> I did that. Uh, but I never. They straight up took our bathrooms away. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, there was a vandalism thing, and they locked all the bathrooms. You couldn't use the bathroom at school. Oh. That's a Kentucky thing. Yeah, it was definitely illegal. <laughs> yeah, yeah you can't that. do that. Yeah, well, they did. They, they also paddled care. us when we were kids. That uh, they got permission, but they never did it. Oh, oh really? I got paddled yeah. from the pr- the teachers couldn't, but the principal could. I got paddled at the principal's office. I remember the paddle hanging in my classroom in first mm-hmm. grade, just ominously staring at us. It had a little apple painted on it. Of course <laughs> it did. How charming. Yeah, how charming. With uh, the holes for wind resistance. That's what they knocked out Curly with. 
That's yeah. right. That's it. No, it wasn't. It's this leather one. I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> Go, I'm going to find it. Um, I think that you just watched BDSM porn. No, I don't kids. even know what that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the uh, and this other kid said that he got up to use the bathroom and turn a test so he could use his phone to cheat on the test. And I'm like, what teacher let you go? Yeah, no, that's the teacher's and fault. And what he said, they can't tell you no, really, you know, if you Leave have to go. Leave your cell phone. Yeah. Anyways, I was okay, like, so, but, uh, I would have been doing that all on. the time. I cheated a lot in high school. How'd you cheat? Okay, so I would, you know, the binders that with the clear fronts, I would put the answers or the things I needed, I would write them out, and I'd put them on the front of the binder facing out on the back side. Our teachers were savvy to that. Mine weren't. Mm. We would put it. I put it on the floor and I put my foot on it, and then that when they would come around, I would slide it back under and put my foot on it. Man, that is like so much work. No, I got through I AP French with it. I cheated once where I wrote all the answers, but then I drew all around all the answers, so you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to glance down and see that I wrote it. They were all like hidden in the that waves was the most and drawings. Justin, <laughs> thing I've ever like heard of. It was like some equations or something I needed, but they were like hidden in like a wave in a beach scene or something. Oh, and the TI eighty three. Do you remember the TI eighty three? Oh, you could oh. program it to do all kinds of exactly. things. Exactly. boobs. I remember I that. Okay, no, I did actual equations. Yeah, I was in AP calculus. Oh yeah, uh, did you? Did you like write out the programs yes. and like put them in there? So it was like, what is A? And then like you just tell it and it does it all for you. Yes. That's the dream. Wow. Yeah. I never had it. I remember that people had the fancy calculator, but well I, never we had had to. I never had yeah. a math that <laughs> required it. No, mine required it. I still have my TA-83. I do too. Just somewhere I can't get rid of it. Uh, why would you? I mean, they still cost $130 are They're wonderful calculators. They're they're deeply mid. I now love you could just them. go to <laughs> your <laughs> phone and be like, "Did you play Block Dude?" Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Did you beat Block Dude? No. Uh, no one never beats Block Dude. No. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I missed Block Dude. I missed all of this. Imagine yeah. a Game Boy. Make it worse. And it with numbers I on know, your keyboard. Cost about twice I, as much. You don't understand how long I played Snake when that's all the only game you had on oh, the I phone. Had snake on the I phone. I loved Snake. So I probably would have. I could never get past like level four. I was terrible oh at it. I, I got to where you basically were almost the whole screen, and you had to like keep making <laughs> yourself smaller and yeah. smaller and smaller. I liked I liked that. Game. We bought. We even bought the like fifty dollar like link cable, and we're like distributing the programs to. Oh, ourselves. that's that's wow. that's yeah. a lot. I just was a nerd by myself. No, this was this was <laughs> academic team. That's probably <laughs> that's why a terrible place to cheat at. Yeah, but it's fine. I don't we know all if it did was it. cheating. We yeah, had the calculator. It's they being allowed. resourceful. I think. I thought ahead. And that's our nostalgic <laughs> look at the 90s before we had cell phones <laughs> yeah. and how kids cheated on tests then. Yeah, opposed to now. Yeah. Um, All right, well, that was a good movie, though. Yeah, I did like it. I think it's, it's worth watching. I think you should go see it. Yeah. Um, and Don't watch it with your kids, though. Yeah, yeah not 100%. safe for work. There's a lot of nudity. <laughs> Don't watch it on the plane. No. <laughs> if you don't want people to think you're creepy. A lot of boobs. Uh, a lot of boobs. Or, a like, face writing. Face writing, <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, at-home recommendations. Uh, anything you're watching at home that you think is worth watching? Let's have our guests go first. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Or if um, you don't have anything yet. And it doesn't have to be new. No. It's just speaking of what you're watching. Uh, but people have to be able to watch it at home. Oh, that is the part. Mm. That's the part that makes it complicated. Mm. Um, I don't know. This is so basic, but we I, I started watching Parks and Rec recently. Have you never seen it before? I saw it a long time mm. ago, and I'm slogging through the first season that I know is worse than all the oh others, yeah. but like... Tom hasn't figured out his character yet. Exactly. Oh, I love Parker. Yeah, and like he's married? Like yeah, right? That's weird. Yeah. yeah. They do bring that back up way later with John Ralphio. Yeah. She shows up. But yeah, for like a second, yeah. they're like, hey, remember when? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I I actually I think I put that in my top ten shows. I do love it. It's I pretty love that good. Show. It's got a good he heart. He is Ben Wyatt. Yeah, actually, that's it's not too far off the mark. Do you have a hard time treating yourself? I do. <laughs> and Aww. if I did, it would It'd be, be like a, a Batman, Batman suit. suit. <laughs> 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 that, like the cones of Dunshire. The cones of Dunshire. No, uh, there it's was all about the cones. The uh, the episode where he like goes to the place where all of the accountants are, and they oh. think he's the funniest person and in the world. And he makes jokes. That I That's like. Him. I'll send Ashley like screenshots of my Slack from work and be like, "It's happening." <laughs> like they, they all think I'm he's a real. Funny. He's made a real like. I basic love joke. thinking you as uh, <laughs> you as Ben Wyatt now. Yeah, I was just like, my sister wants me to use Microsoft Teams for fun, but. But it's easier to just disown her. That got like hundreds of reactions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but if you were to count. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool joke. Exactly. You made the point better. <laughs> Microsoft Word is a thing or whatever it no, was. That's the thing. That's. It's it's exactly the same trope from the <laughs> from the show. Yeah, that's good. I I yeah. I kind of love this version of you. I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Who would you be if you were in Parks and Rec? Uh, we talked about this. We had this conversation. I'm often. a combination of Leslie Nope and um, Aubrey Plaza. Yes. Oh, I can Donna. see that. Occasionally a Donna, but I I would say mm, I'm prominent. I like the personality between those three characters. Yeah. I like it. Who would I be? Oh, I said this. He's Chris Traeger. Yes. <laughs> oh, I like Chris Traeger. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, we were watching it, and I was like, "That's Justin." Oh, I wish. I feel like lately I've been a little depressed, and that's not sad. That makes me sad. <laughs> That's a Chris Tucker no, thing to say. No, I think he never is. He's always like. I think he happy. has a couple of episodes there. Oh, yeah, okay, he has sure. a couple episodes where he's sad. I, he's I, sad and he says I shit called like that. Kristen. He like eats a piece of candy and he's like, oh. I know. <laughs> well, I, I <laughs> I'm going to go take a supplement. I called Kristen. I was like, I know that you think this all the time, but right now I just, I'm just sad and I don't want to do anything. And she's like, oh my gosh, welcome to my world. I'm like, no, I just, no, you don't understand. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> I'm not feeling like, I just want to sit, I just want to sit in bed and that's, I've never had that before. I can't believe it like took you to your mid forties <laughs> to get there. Oh gosh, I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I don't even want to hear it. That's like literally every day. I was like, no, but you don't understand. I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> she's oh, like yeah, every day. I was like, but this is a new feeling for me. It's sad. Anyways. Um, but Anna is Ann Perkins. Yes. That's why I think oh, I'm, I'm very Leslie and she's Ann very Perkins. Ann Perkins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our relationship is very much that. I like it. I wish I was John Ralphio. I love him. I wanted John Ralphio in my life. I don't have one. I don't have somebody who's like silly like that. Yeah, just a chaotic wealthy person to just <laughs> Yeah. Uh the great and I say money, 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 money. Money please. <laughs> money, please. Money, please. money please. Um Anna and I always like the don't see be don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Best character ever, though. And and they use them perfectly to where it's if it was like too much of him, you'd be like, this is dumb. Yeah. Like like the minions or something. Like they were cute when they were just there, but yeah. a, whole the whole movie? Movie? No, a whole movie, no, too need. much. There's a lot of like good cartoonish recurring characters. There's like the the radio show host. Oh, Tammy too. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tammy, the douche. Ira and the, the douche. douche. Oh, yes. the douche. With Nick Kroll. I love Nick Kroll. <laughs> Uh, Tammy Two is my favorite though. When when Nick Offerman loses his fucking mind whenever Tammy Two is around, <laughs> he's got the cornrows. <laughs> the cornrows is the best, and he's got like cracked out eyes, his, like pencil mustache. Yes. Um, all their doppelgangers. He does um, give. He does give. Um, Ron though, sometimes. Oh really? Just about government. No, gotcha. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> um, Sam Elliott's anti Ron. I like him. Mm. Oh uh, yeah. I like anti Ron. And the anti uh, Aubrey Plaza, Tennifer. 
<laughs> I forgot about I her. love that for you. I forgot about that. Anyways. All um, the people that's from a lot of uh, Eagleton. And yes, are funny. Eagleton. And uh, the Ponch Burger lady. Oh, my God. The Ponch Burger. The Ponch Burger with the, the drinks. When they oh, bring out the, the drink can- sizes. <laughs> what's the candy shop's name? What's the candy company that Sweetums? owns everything? Sweetums. Oh, and uh, sorry, we we can cut all this Parks and Rec talk out. No, but we're I, keeping it. I love um, jam. <laughs> you just got jam. Yes, Councilman Jam. You just got jam. You just got jam. They want to put fluoride in your in your water. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a dentist. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right, that's a good one. All right, you know. <laughs> um so I was telling you earlier I have I um I rewatch things any kind of saga or multiple storyline movies every year but I watched Deadpool 1 Deadpool 2 because I saw the trailer for Deadpool 3 and then I was like I think I need to watch the X-Men movies again so I'm going through all the X-Men movies in timeline order and I'm on 3 of them and I'm kind of tired of them already um but I'm going to slog through so I'm watching all the X-Men movies Almost all can be found on Disney Plus. Cool. Tomorrow, Bad Batch season three final season comes out, which I'm excited about. I don't watch Bad Batch. Yeah, I know. Do you watch? Are you animated Star Wars at all? Not really. No. Yeah, a lot of people aren't. No, I kind of. It, I feel like I got a little burned out on all of the Marvel and Star Wars yeah. stuff because oh I yeah. feel like you have to watch so much content to oh. keep up with everything. I'm burned out on it all the time, but I still feel obligated to keep watching it all because then I'm like, then I'm gonna get way behind and I'm not gonna. W- no, I had to get off the train. I'm like, I'll just rewatch Iron Man one whenever I want to <laughs> feel this again. <laughs> to start, um, to start watching any of the animated Star Wars stuff, you're like, well, I'm ten years behind. I have to watch a thousand episodes. It's like trying to watch One Piece or something. Oh gosh, I can't do it. Yeah, it is exactly like trying to watch One Piece. Like, this is kind of good, but <laughs> I still have a thousand episodes left. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, all right, Ash, what are you watching? I already, I didn't already, no, I didn't tell you yet. Yeah, you did not <laughs> oh, go. Sorry, I I was like, did I miss your entire? <laughs> no. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I have I the biggest crush it. on Donald oh, Glover. Oh, I have the biggest crush on Donald Glover. He, <sighs> pop off. Is it a movie or a show? It's a show. It's a show. Oh, it's a show? oh and it's, it's so good. I thought good. it was like good. just a movie. Oh, there is one with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I just recently from like rewatched that one. It was good. But holy shit, dude. Yeah, and the it's show really is so good. Uh, did you oh, watch no, Atlanta it by out. any chance? I did. It oh, was so, so good. it's got Atlanta vibes to it. It's not like Atlanta, but it's got this. There's something more artsy going on yeah, here there's than like just the story. If you look in the background, yeah. like they thought of everything. Yeah, <laughs> and that kind of thing. I mean, Donald Glover is like Lakeith Stanfield. If he's in it, I will definitely watch it. But I it. it's I love their relationship. I yeah. love them because it's a spy thing. But it, that's like that's such a different part of that's such a subplot them being spies. It's more about them and their relationship and what they're doing. I like it. I like I'll it a whole lot. Yeah, uh, definitely worth checking out. Um. Yeah, he is a good-looking guy. Yeah. It made me that week go listen to, because I never had Childish Gambino. Oh, dude. Uh, which chi- is wildly I eclectic. I saw him at uh, Bonnaroo. Was it good? Yeah. Dude, he's so good. Uh, The music, I was at the gym, and I'm like, uh, every song is wildly different. Did, did you other. didn't listen to his This Is America, the really popular one that came no, out? No, because people were telling me there's a popular one, and this, I was like, I never heard this. Okay. Well, Childish Gambino... Um, Heartbeat is a really good song. That's an older one. He he's so good. Yeah. He's just so talented. And then someone told me to uh, listen to um, uh, MF Doom. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So also I started that good. one, and that was actually that's a good gym listen. Mm. It really pumps you up. Anyways, I think that's it. Anything else? Any final remarks? 
No, I don't think so. And that about covers it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Cinema Guys. And maybe we will see you 